The week starts on a bad mood, on bad news from China, the higher-than-expected PPI data released last Friday in the US, and on the back of higher tax proceeds for British landlords. This week, investors' focus around the world will shift toward the US retail sales data and the big US retailers' second-quarter earnings reports. So welcome to the new week of trading with Swissquote's Daily Market Talk. So as I said, the week starts on a bad mood as the Chinese property woos escalate with Country Garden suspending almost a dozen of onshore bonds starting from today, plus Zhongji Enterprise Group, which has around 1 trillion yuan under management, actually failed on its payments linked to the products issued by its companies last Friday. So that obviously further fueled the stress among investors in China and for the Chinese markets. So the CSI index gap opened lower this morning below its 50-day moving average, while the Hang Seng index lost nearly 2.5% at the time I'm talking here this morning. Now, investors are also concerned that the economic data due to be released this week in China would further dampen the investor sentiment. So voila for China. American crude is therefore under pressure this morning around 82, 82 and a half dollar per barrel level. The MACD indicator here just turned bearish on daily basis, hinting that we could actually see some more downside correction in case of weak economic data and weak news this week. And more bears could actually join the market to test the $80 per barrel psychological level to the downside. Likewise, copper futures, which actually serve as a gauge of global economic health, continue their deep dive this week. Since the start of this month, copper futures are down by more than 8%. Now, some easing in energy and in metal and raw material prices could be a good thing, as Friday's producer price index in the US came in stronger than expected by analysts, both for the headline and the core PPI metrics. So, Looking into detail, the PPI accelerated 0.8% in July, slightly faster than 0.7% expected by analysts, while the core PPI remained flat at around 2.4% level, instead of a tick lower toward the 2.3% level as expected by analysts. And despite the good news that we had on the CPI from the day before the PPI data, while the stronger than expected set of producer price data in the US sent the US to year yield above the 4.90% mark and the US dollar index above the March to now downtrending channel top and back into a long-term ascending trend for the US dollar index. The euro dollar slipped below its own 50-day moving average on the back of a stronger US dollar across the board and the pair is now testing the 100-day moving average which stands at the 109.30 level to the down while the dollar yen is about to test the 145 mark to the upside, but a potential break of that 145 psychological resistance isn't very, very exciting for the yen bears, as these are the levels that the Bank of Japan is inclined to intervene in the market to cool down the selling pressure 
on the Japanese yen. In New Zealand, while the Kiwi slipped below the 60 cents level in the run-up to the latest Reserve Bank of New Zealand decision due this Wednesday, and the RBNZ is expected to keep its interest rates unchanged at 5.5% level. For the UK, the news was, well, for once better than expected by analysts as Friday's GDP data in the UK surprised to the upside with a 0.2% growth in the second quarter of this year. Output in July rose more than doubled analysts' expectations as well. So the higher than expected GDP data was apparently due to a sunny July and Prince Charles coronation and cable rose on Friday's trading session on expectation that the encouraging growth figures would fuel inflation and wages expectations as well and lead to further interest rate hikes from the Bank of England, which, by the way, expects a more meaningful expansion this quarter for the British economy. Though British economy is still the worst performer among the G7 economies since last quarter of 2019, and the deepening housing crisis in the UK, with now news on the wire of a rise in tax proceeds for property disposals and which is expected to lead to a further sell-off by landlords actually put the British growth in jeopardy moving forward. Sterling is under pressure this morning again against the broadly stronger US dollar and the short-term trend remains comfortably negative for cable with a possibility of a further slump to and below the 100-day moving average which stands near the 1.26 mark especially if this week inflation data in Britain points to a further easing in British inflation and according to a consensus of analyst estimates on Bloomberg, well, inflation in Britain may have slowed 0.5% on a monthly basis. The yearly figure may have fallen below the 7% mark, but, but, but the core inflation is seen higher at 7.4% level, up from 6.9% printed a month earlier, and that could actually spoil any good news on the headline inflation front and keep the Bank of England rate high expectations afloat and that could also throw a floor under the sell-off in cable. But the overall direction in cable and for the other currencies will be defined where the US dollar is headed of course and in precious metals while gold also remains under the pressure of rising yields in the US and a stronger US dollar across the board as well and support here is seen just before the 19 $100 per ounce level where stands the 200-day moving average but we can't rule out the possibility of a further strength in the US dollar this week. Hence a further slide in gold below that 200-day moving average level and below the $1,900 psychological mark. So this week well, there is actually not much happening this Monday, unfortunately. It's going to be a boring day, both on the economic and corporate calendar. But investors' focus around the world will shift toward the U.S. retail sales data and earnings from U.S. big retailers, including Walmart, Target and Home Depot throughout this week. Overall, well, retail sales in July may show a slight, slight acceleration, but goods prices are obviously not what puts the biggest pressure on inflation nowadays because shelter is. Shelter was indeed responsible for around 90% of the CPI's monthly gain last month. So yes, obviously stronger than expected retail sales data this week in the US could fuel the idea that the US economy will maybe fall on its 
full feet and uh, happily avoid a recession amid the Federal Reserve's aggressive monetary policy tightening cycle this time around. But it won't necessarily impact inflation expectations, not inflation itself. But anyway, strong retail sales data from the US and uh, perhaps encouraging earnings from the big US retailers could halt bleating in the US stocks where both S&P 500 and Nasdaq posted their second straight weekly decline last week. The decline in the mega technology stocks in the US was obviously and expectedly mostly responsible for uh, the retreat that we saw in the US indices. And well, as I said, that retreat was long, long expected and S&P 500 could now slip below its 50-day moving average, which stands near the 44.38 level and correct all the way down toward the 43.43 level where we have the minor 23.6% Fibonacci retracement level on October to July rally. Nasdaq, on the other hand, is already below its own 50-day moving average and will likely slip below the 15,000 psychological level on further downside correction on mega technology stock prices, which obviously did have an impressive, impressive first half rally and therefore have well, some decent room for a decent correction as well. Uh, because Apple, for example, could extend its correction toward the $170 per share level to meet its crucial 38.2% Fibonacci retracement level on this year's rally. So that level will then distinguish between the actual positive trend and Apple's stock price and a medium-term bearish reversal before that level. Well, the bullish trend is not at jeopardy. For Nvidia, a fall below the $400 level will still keep the stock price at the top end of the positive trend building since last October. And while well, Tesla won't sink into the bear trend until it breaks the 223 level where stands the major 38.2% Fibonacci retracement to the downside. So this is all for this Monday. I'm Ipeka Skardeshkaya and thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual and follow us on instagram on x and on linkedin for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading